Welcome to the Haunted Road Trip Show, where we bring you powerful conversations, insights, and exciting site investigations that reveal the paranormal world in a way you've never seen before. Hell, prepare to have your thirst for curiosity savage. Yeah! I have with me Miss Molly Blackford. She Hi. is. Yes, introduce yourself, <laughs> Molly. Hi, I'm Molly Blackford. I moved to Austin in 2016, and that's when I met Tracy. I've been into the spooky, spiritual my whole life. Um, have always tried to see a medium no matter where I lived. And as soon as I moved to Austin, I found Tracy. And it's been a journey since. <laughs> it has been a journey, but it's been one hell of a journey, right? Yeah. You've been an amazing, amazing friend for a oh. long time. Oh, you've been a very wonderful friend as well. I always I always tell people I have a unique propensity for attracting cool people into my life. Like you do, in a variety of cool people. Yeah, a really life. cool way of like collecting interesting people around me. <laughs> <laughs> on that. But today, folks, now she has been with me for quite some time. She's been with me since I started doing paranormal investigations. And matter of fact, she was on one of my earliest ones with us. Mm -hmm. It was pretty unique on, on that, Molly. So tell them, Molly, like, what about what about the spooky world said to you, I need to develop this or like, I want to know more about like what is going on. Well, I suffered two very traumatic losses early in my life, which I understand can be um, a gateway into wanting to and being more connected to spirit. I lost my dad to a heart attack suddenly when I was 12 years old um, on my mom's birthday. And then my mom passed away when I was 19 years old of cancer. She was diagnosed when I was 15 and passed away uh, when I was 19. Um, and then after that, I moved to North Carolina to be closer to my dad's family, um, specifically his little brother, who then also passed away within three months of me moving there. So it was one thing after another. The very first time that I actually saw a medium was in North Carolina between losing my mom um, and losing my uncle. Because I remember coming home from that very first experience ever mediumship, scared out of my mind, crying. Yeah. It was just such an amazing experience. And I, okay. and I remember coming and seeing my uncle and being like, I just did this thing. And it probably was a month or two later that um, he passed. And so anywhere I've lived, I've lived all over the South. I've always found somebody um, to stay connected to my parents and continue to work through that that grief because it's definitely something that you have to process your whole life over and yeah. over and over again because of different things that come up in your life. It's The grief comes up in new ways. Um, yeah, so that, it, I guess family brought me into it and then the fun kept me in it. Yeah. <laughs> We you. <laughs> yeah, we have we have a lot of shared experiences from childhood, from major losses during childhood and that, you know, um, chaotic upbringing that a lot of us in in our generation experienced being latchkey, you know, feral ish, feral, sorry. Our, <laughs> yeah, feral ish on our own, like 
good luck with dinner, kid. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, don't burn the house down type of generation. We just had to figure it out with nobody around. Um, yep. And then uh, I, I really do think that I truly believe through a lot of my readings and students and classes that I've taken, a lot of people we all have in common that it might not be the same trauma, but it's, it's around the same stuff, abandonment, neglect, uh, physical trauma, psychological trauma of some sort that kind of just allows us. And I think it's through the disassociation of the trauma that we learn how to tune into that spirit world because it's safer, it's easier, it's kinder to us. We, we are, you know, for, for me, it was always like, when I look back, it was like safe. So of course I like disassociated, tuned out and went to the spirit world. Yep. Cause it was fun. Yeah. And now there were people that wanted to visit you there that you wanted to spend time with too. You know? <sighs> I did. I think, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, and I, and you've seen it per, with people who are so-called professionals in this industry and as well as clients and other people that they, uh, what I call is like, they hide out in the spirit world. Um, yeah. Or yeah, because either they don't want to take responsibility or they don't know how to be responsible or whatever it might be, but that's kind of their continued safe place there for there. But when you start talking to the spirit world, you can't stop you guys. No. And they don't let you. <laughs> I specifically think of your, um, your light switch visual. And I have to do that. Like I have a spirit that lives in my house currently. Um, the guy who lived here before us passed away. Yeah. His name's Gary. Like we still get his mail. Shout out Gary. Um, but yeah, Gary, Gary's around and I have to do the light switch. Be like, Gary, get the fuck out. Like, I'm not having <laughs> I'm trying to do X, Y, and Z. Like, come on. And you oh. always gave the visual of like literally turning the light switch off, deactivating contact, white light. <laughs> yeah, that's, and I mean, that's a lot of, of one of the things that, if, if you're budding intuitive or medium or empath or, you know, whatever title that you give yourself having, you know, you're on off switch, I'm on duty, I'm off duty is, is essential to your development and your growth and, and still being human. But yeah. Um, and we had to, you know, I tell a lot of people, that's something that you have to learn how to do is allow yourself that, that human time and allow yourself you yes. know, like I'm not on duty because we were so used, depending on the situation that we grew up in, that like we had to be hyper aware of people that were around us. We had to be, you know, conscious of every breath, every doorknob turn, every garage open, every, you know, you know, breath of air. We had to figure out how to regulate somebody else's emotions so that we could feel safe. Yep. And so, of course, like when we get older, you know turning off the spirit world is important because if not, like they, they, they will like, you know, depending on who it is, they'll, they'll come a knocking. Oh yeah. Yep. And they won't leave. They'll, they'll build a bed they'll sleep on the couch. They'll hang out in the attic, but they'll be there. Oh my God. <laughs> hanging out in the fucking attic. 
You know, I always tell spirits, I'm like, good luck in my attic. It's 150 billion plus four degrees up there. Have fun yep. with that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> On there, but she, um, we have today, you guys, we have some stories that we wanted to share with you. Um, and that Molly was on my first couple of official paranormal investigations. And I, I honestly, you guys, like I would watch ghost hunting shows and things like that. And I would think that that's cool. And I would think like, how would I ever get into that? You know, and, mm -hmm. and just kind of set it aside. And then all of a sudden I just started getting phone calls from people and they were like, Hey, will you come out and check this situation out? And I'm like, yeah, but I got to bring my friends because I'm <laughs> not coming out to like some haunted ass house by myself. Like, no, <laughs> like even as a medium, like, no. Yep. And uh, so um, like the, uh, like uh, in Ghostbusters where she's like, we got one. So <laughs> uh I called Molly and I called a couple other mediums and I said, I don't quite know what's going on here. I go, I only got a little bit of it. I go, but it feels and looks interesting. And it was creepier than what we could have ever have thought. Yes. I still think about it often. <laughs> I, I still think about it. And you know what? I remember when I was listening back to the recordings that we did, the EVPs, Remember those? Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I forgot about um, that. And even though I don't think we got any EVPs, I was at my house alone. And I was, like, scared to listen to them. Because oh, really? like, yes, <laughs> because I didn't want to hear. I was like, please don't let there be a voice on here. Please don't let there be a voice. Yeah. Well, the app. I, I still cannot the open that. I'll tell people about the app that we use. And I'll be like, okay, so this is what the app looked like. I'm not going to open it because I don't want anything to come through, but you can go home and do it. You download it, take care of it. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. Um, that app is totally different now. It's kind of, it's really uh, took a turn. Anyway. Oh. Yeah. I totally, I, I've got something else that I'm actually building. Oh, um, you'll have to share more. I, I, I will. When, once all the parts arise and I got it together, but you okay. guys picture this. Like, I get this call from, like, Suburban Housewife, right? And she's like, hey, I found your number. I got weird stuff going on at my house. You know, can you come out? Kind of live in new suburban area. I said, all right. Got my friends together. And we get out there. And I remember we all rode together. Or wait, no, me. I think I met you you and uh, Jesse there. there. Yeah. It was me, you, and Jesse. This got interesting. And I was like, guys, I don't know what we're walking into, but uh, we'll figure it out. <laughs> well, and the little girl was involved, which is why you'd reached yeah. out to me. I have a career yeah. in special education of about 10 years of teaching. And so you were like, hey, the oh stuff's gosh. happening. It's involving the kids. Like, you're good with kids. Maybe this could be helpful. Oh, Yeah. We haven't talked about this, guys, like, since we got on here. So, like, this remember, was 2019, at least. Yeah, so, it was like, fall of 2019 was, like, like, with all the shit that's happened in the world is, like, might as well be 100 fucking years ago. Seriously. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, we haven't, we decided to talk about this topic, and we're, like, just re-remembering everything with each other now. 
Yes, um, all, yeah, all of this is live re-remembering of a very crazy experience. And I'm sure we'll ping off of each other I as remember, we remember I more. Not, I did not sleep for like days. Yeah. yeah, yeah that, So we get to the house, guys. And and it's not an old house at all. It's, it's a newer, you know, what we would consider a newer-ish build. Um, yeah, there's like some land around it. But I would say within the last, what? 10, 20 years, probably. Yeah, 10, 20 years. You know, one story ranch. I think it was a 3 2. Um, clear and, new builds around it, too. Yeah, like they were, they were clearing land to build really, really super new. I remember that. It was out kind of in farmland mm-hmm. type, two lane roads. But when I remember pulling up there, and I remember pulling up to the driveway and being like, I don't like this house. This isn't like, and in my mind, I kept seeing like, this was not what was here in the past. Like this, I just got a way seedier underbelly type of feel about that land. It was almost like these houses shouldn't have been built here. Like this was not going to be a good situation. Yeah. And so we go inside and what we normally do is we talk to people for just a little while. We tell them not to give us, you know, a, not any any details that might be brought through, but just details of what type of activity have you experienced it? Who is it affecting in the house? Things like that. And we let Molly talk to the little girl that was there. Yeah, so it was a mom and husband who I believe they were both Catholic, right? Yes, yes, I remember that. It's very hard for them. The wife pushed, um, the husband was very not sure, but the wife was the one that had contacted you and had been like, look, we're Catholic, but shit's really bad here and I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, And then they had two little girls, probably a couple years apart, but both under the age of, I would say, five. Like the oldest was maybe five, the one we taught to. And then they had like a toddler baby. And um, I think we went in the backyard because I was playing with the little girl on the trampoline, just kind of pairing with her um, while you were and Jesse were kind of talking to mom and dad. Yeah. And explaining what happened. (laughs) Yeah, things got weird in there really quickly. So sometimes when you do paranormal investigations and you show up at places, sometimes the energy does pick up because they're they're aware like, oh, there's mediums here. There's people here. And like, it just, like, I remember the feeling started, it it just started like a build in the house of like feeling, um, I don't know, like in my mind, I remember like just feeling like I was starting to be surrounded by black smoke. I just felt like I was being watched heavily. Yeah. Like you could just feel eyes on you. Yeah, I didn't feel. like not welcome. No, not safe at all. And I just remember it was like this slow, like if you could picture it in your mind, guys, like if black smoke starts to slowly start to surround you, you're like, oof, I don't like this feeling at all. And so we asked the family to leave for a little while while we stayed at the home and kind of, you know, did an investigation and and just kind of see what would happen. And well, it happened a lot of (laughs) to preface. They had warned us that the activity was in the kid's room. The little girl shared a room. They had said that, they, you know, most of the activity had been in there. The little girl had been complaining about it. 
and was scared, wouldn't sleep in there anymore. And so I think at one point the dad had slept in there and experienced toys were going off, things were falling. Um, especially like the toys were turning on and going off in the toy box across the room while everybody was sleeping. And, and it was out of batteries or something too. I remember yes, the dad. Yeah, it was something like, like the, the dad, the very Catholic dad at this point was like, shit, we got ghosts. It's real. My <laughs> little girl did not make this up. Um, so yeah, so they had prefaced that and they had given us, I think, some energy spots of like their bedroom and like the kitchen area but like or like if the house is a rectangle half the house was very um active and then the other half of the house which was the living room and the kitchen were less active and they had you know felt better in, in that the area. backyard there were things going yes. on in the backyard, the backyard. the dogs or if i remember correctly something with the dogs going off and freaking out and Something with the yeah, something with dogs in the backyard not feeling safe back there. Something, something about that. Well, we started to get some answers real quick about what yeah, was going did. on. There was a very, I remember there was a very unhappy woman in there. And she, yeah, I, I can still picture her in my mind to this day. And we decided to go into the children's room. I remember that first to see what was going on and see if we could stay in there either two by two or one by one and see if they would talk to us. Yeah. I remember uh, me and Jesse, I think had started in the bedroom or in the kids room and you went into the parents' bedroom and then we both came running out, exchanging oh shit information and then went to go explore as a group. (laughs) Sorry, I have two dogs under me right now. Oh, I was like, what is that growing? <laughs> it is a Doberman puppy. Fighting okay. a wiener dog. <laughs> Doberman puppy versus wiener dog. Yeah, because as soon as as soon as the family left the house, I remember the energy and the activity was building up. And, you know, even though we had our hand recorders, us as mediums, guys, it's, it's you know, sometimes hard to back up our information unless we're alone and we're able to confer it with other mediums who aren't in the room with us yep, um, about what's going on and um, who are also picking up on the same thing. So yeah, we met in the hallway with, Oh shit, this, this is like, I don't know what's going on in here, but there is a very bad, angry, angry woman who is, I, I don't even know how to describe her politically correct, but she is just not, she is uh, not a woman that anybody would ever want to come upon and meet. <laughs> mm-hmm. And her husband was around too, and he was a little odd. Yeah, if I remember, like yeah, like she was yeah. definitely running the show, but oh. he was also very evil in his own way. Remember all that cigarette smoke? We kept perceiving that there was just surrounding. Like, have you guys ever walked into somebody's house or like an old person's house who smoked a lot? that Mm -hmm. stale i remember smelling that and being like oh this is not good but i remember her not liking the kids there her not she did not want us there either and i remember when the dad the the family was still there and the dad had walked us room to room talking about like some of their experiences we were in the parents bedroom which was where 
lady and man used to hang out quite a bit ghost wise yes. and we're walking out as the guy's talking about what's been going on in there and there was like a little radio on the table that like static happened it turned on to like a sports clip and then turned off and the guy the dad looked at me he's like that that doesn't normally do that <laughs> as in like i have never seen that happen before and so you could just like everything was building very very quickly like yeah. the pressure you could just feel like they did not want you there at all no no and and i i just remember a feeling of being in that house that we like i knew that the activity was not going to cease as long as we were there oh yeah no no they were coming on very strong and sure they were yeah with the obulus that we were using um with the words so if you guys don't know what the yeah with there there's a um a machine or a I call it a machine. I could be using the wrong technology, but you know, the obulus where you can ask and words will start to come through. Um, we were also using that to get confirmation, which I wonder if I still have old screenshots from that. Oh my God. I feel like I had a notebook or something. Like I was writing them down on something. Uh, but yeah, that was a huge piece of this was a lot of what was coming through. And uh, we didn't have any other way to get, uh, you know, like, tangible evidence yeah yeah um, um but that was outside crazy. of our experiences which as mediums like the three of us get but the outside person like this family would not necessarily you know they wanted more concrete than just the woo-woo feely stuff yeah like oh i feel i feel you have some spirits here yeah. you, <laughs> you don't say <laughs> And I remember that children's room when we went into there was extremely active. Yeah, that was definitely um, the most active. I feel that like. was the yeah. most active um, room that I've I've been in in quite some time because I remember sitting on that bed and I remember somebody feeling like they were pushing on the bed, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh god, this is no wonder I wouldn't stay in here as a kid either. Yeah. And so we were wondering, we were all picking up on that what was there before the house was there. And what we figured out was it was some kind of trailer park that used mm -hmm. to be there. And that's why the activity was in a long rectangular tube-like and it was splitting the house is because there was a trailer or something that used to sit there. Yep. And there was man and a woman that lived there that were not nice people and they that were. they horrible to kids. Yeah. We had a kid that came through. Uh, I think Jesse and I were in the room at the time. Um, and working with kids, you know, I think I was targeted or severely affected by the kid that was actually there he wouldn't come out of the closet so yeah so we could tell you could tell that the when the woman's entity was close he was far he would not talk he did not he was terrified of her but tracy i believe you were trying to get her in the bedroom and that's when jesse and i were talking to the little boy yeah. And he was a little black boy and he was in the closet. These were two white American adults. And so you could tell they, they wasn't bio. And he was just, 
I would say maybe like between, I would say three to five, six in there. Yeah, he was tiny. And I, I just felt like almost completely like overtaken by his emotion and was just bawling. And I'm looking at just like, I don't know why I'm crying and I'm freaking out. And like, like he gave the fear to me. Like, yeah. I just remember crying and crying and, and that some bad shit had happened to him here. And I don't feel like he was alone. He was the only one that would come through and talk to us, but there were definitely other kids and I feel like we we came to find out that it was the kids' spirits that were playing with the toys in the room and trying to interact with the little girl. Yes, there um, was. She had experienced the older woman, too. Yeah, we had to kind of divide and conquer and try to get the older, the the more adult spirits to come and talk to me while we distracted because the kids were fearful of these spirits yeah. in here. I remember that. And, and I she was lurking. She did not she want to talk to him. Just, oh, she was a, just an evil woman. Evil, evil. And we were glad to get the story because half the time, you guys, it's about, about telling the story. And that's what the older woman spirit and the older male spirit didn't want us to reveal was what had happened there. And the little boy was trying to give names too on the device. Oh, yeah. And he would say things like, like sh she's watching or look out, like hinting that, that she was around and coming yeah. back. Oh yeah. Remember really? when witch came through on it? Yes. Oh my God. So we're sitting, this is after the family's come back and we're explaining <laughs> what we've experienced and we're sitting on the couch and it's like an L-shaped couch. And so the, the parents and the little girl are on the short half of the L and Tracy, Jesse and I are on the long half of the L. Um, they're Tracy and Jesse are talking to the little girl about, you know, some of the things she's experienced in dreams. And I'm sitting on the very end. So I'm the only one that could see the screen of the device. Um, unless I nudge Tracy and Jesse, be like, oh, look. And I'm watching these words pop up. And as the words are popping up, the little girl starts mentioning what's coming up on the device. So I see the word witch pop up. And then within what, 20 seconds, the little girl's like, and then I've had this dream with this witch and she's been doing this to me. Da, 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 da. And I just remember like, like that was like the big confirmation moment of this whole thing for me. It yeah. wasn't the very clear, creepy radio static or the, the toys or whatever. It was seeing that word pop up on that screen before the word left her mouth. Yep. Yep. And that little girl knew what was up. She yes. was a budding little, little intuitive medium. Yes, she was. And I think that I, I, you know, the bottom line was, is that we got the story of what was going on there. It matched what the family told us later on about details that was going on. We did educate them about how to clear the house, how to keep the land, how to honor the land, how to claim, claim the property as theirs on there. Um, I remember. As well I as you did clearing stuff too. I remember yeah. you did some saging and stuff. I did. I had, I was teaching the, the dad. I'm like, you got to claim. I was like, no, you got to, this is, this is your power stick, dude. You got to claim your, your house. You got to claim your territory, man lay down the law. And so I, you know, the only things I've ever heard from them back is that like everything was super quiet. Like, I've, you know, never reported that things got 
worse or anything like that. But that, I went home. I remember me and Jesse drove home and we went to a Mexican restaurant and I think we ate everything on the menu. <laughs> we were so hungry and we needed drained. to drain. Yeah, we were, we were just like drained and drowned and stunned. And we were like, holy shit, did that just happen? Um, Because I still think about that investigation to this day because of how just sinister they were to these people. Yeah, I think the overall what we gathered of the story is that they were collecting foster children um, for money. And um, so they, they had accidentally, if I remember correctly, at least two children, um, that little boy. And then I think there was like a younger, almost like baby yeah. that had been killed as well. And that's at least what came through to us. Who knows if there were more, um, but there was a lot of mistreatment and just awful, ugly, evil in the house. <laughs> awful, ugly. And it transferred out into the land, into the backyard. And it was just, it was, it was, you know, it was one of those things where I was like, I was really glad I had a lot of other people with me because I could have not handled that. You would have had nightmares if you'd done by yourself. <laughs> I would have, I would have been, yeah, too, I, I probably would have been too scared to do it by myself. Yeah. You know, I would have been that. And, and um, that's just one of our stories. Because then we went out to this place called Lano. Mm-hmm. And we went for a hike with a friend of ours out there who lives out yeah. there. Well, before he took us to his ranch, we stopped by the old jailhouse ah. just for shits and giggles. Because <laughs> why not? Why and not stop by a haunted jail? Yeah. This place got it. I feel like it was like what from the 1800s, maybe. Like it's like old stonework. It's called the Red German Town, town kind of vibe. Yep. And it would remember it had that spiral staircase. Yep. Going. And there was up. just like one or two like weird little cells, like right as. It, it looked like right out of a Western movie. Like everything was very bare bones and creepy and creaky and. Very echoey, almost like looking up a lighthouse, I remember. Yeah. Looking at that, like the way you would look up a lighthouse and there'd be a spiral staircase going up and going up, there would be jail cells going up the, up the spiral staircase. So like, if you wanted to escape this place, like you had to jump a lot. You had to work for it. (laughs) You had to really work for it. And you, I mean, not only did you have to be quick on your feet, but you had to be real, you know, you had to hope you didn't break bones on the way down. It would have um, given uh, Ted Bundy a run for his money. It, it would have. And, you know, I'm I'm hoping to get in there to do an on-site, another on-site investigation, actually, at that red top. Um, we're currently working on it to see if we can get in there and film. But that was, I remember that place being utterly, utterly, like, I felt like I was being catcalled and like, I just didn't like that creepy, creepy feeling. And then we decided to go for a hike. (laughs) Yeah. Well, cause our friend had access to some other friend of his ranch of like all this property. And it's think it was, I think springtime in Texas. So it's wildflower season. It's beautiful. There was like water and, you know, trails untouched land that had like all natural deer bones that had been left there, skulls completely intact. It was really cool. It was land that nobody really touched. 
Yeah. I remember that. Will found that huge, um, I can't even remember what animal it was, but it was what a skull. Kind of deer? Yeah, it was some kind of deer with the horns and the skulls intact. And then we found old ruins and um, unmarked graveyards. And all those kids were buried there, he yeah. told us. And I was like, oh, this is yeah. German settlers, I think, had been in the area. And we, all that we found that was left was like the base floor part of the house, right? Yeah. It was like a slab kind of, but it was more stone. That's all that was left there. But there's this big, beautiful tree up on the hill that, of course, like, let's go to the tree on the hill. Because it's <laughs> And, um, of course, here comes Spirit. Those little kids playing up there. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I know. Steve hasn't asked us to go for a hike again. I don't know. Uh, well, everywhere medium goes, you can you can guarantee that they're going to be able to find where the spirits are are at, where they're buried, where they're hanging out, where they've been, all of that kind of stuff. And it was it was really creepy because I remember having that feeling that like people were buried under that tree a lot. Yes, yeah, like it was like the family that that lived yeah. in that house. Like that was like. And from the house, it did look very, like, regal, you know, because it was kind of up on the hill and the tree was very by itself, which is yes. what drew us there. And it was an old tree because it was a big tree. Yeah. And so there's apparently out there, um, I've recently talked to Steve, and there's a lot of old ruins that I could go and explore out there. And so I might go out there and just kind of take a handheld camera and a microphone and see what happens. What do you guys yeah. think? Do you want me to do something like that? Let me know in the comments of of the videos but yeah heading out to like spooky places i highly recommend it but i always <laughs> recommend to have other people with you to help keep you sane because i can tell you that paranormal investigation at that house kept me up for days yes not all of them are are cute little kids and friendly happy spirits if i remember correctly i can think of at least two separate birthdays of yours that we went ghost hunting of course. What else is we going to do on our birthday? Yeah, I can think of two separate year birthdays that I went with you. One was that pizza place, and the other was the hotel downtown. Oh, yeah, the pizza place. You know, yeah. they closed. Well, they're haunted, so maybe it's for the better. Yeah, they closed. <laughs> they had some pretty angry it. spirits there. <laughs> and the staff oh, yeah. had uh, taken most of the wrath. I know I should look up and see who owns that now. Like what it became. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, we definitely, Oh yeah. I do remember that. That was in 2018. We did that. The yeah. And then we went to two of the town of the, went to that bar hotel off of South Congress and we had spaghetti at that one place. And then we went across the street and we sat in this old bar oh, yeah. hotel just, you know, oh. sitting and listening and watching the spirits kind of go around the hotel. Oh, yes. And our, our janitor guy me. had hung out with us. Our janitor oh, spirit. Yes. He had everybody's tea. He knew everything that was going on in the hotel. <laughs> he had worked man, there. Oh, man. I love that hotel. And you know what? The You know, um, I've asked the employees sometimes and like, some of them will be like, no. And then other ones will come up to me privately when I'm there. And they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. This, let me yeah. tell you, this stuff is haunted in here. I would love yeah, to get in there. 
there had been um there's like a saloon across the street that this hotel back in the day you know texas western texas eastern texas no matter it's cowboy you know western movie back in the day and uh there's a saloon across the street. And so I guess people would roll into town and stay at this hotel that were a little seedy and go over to that bar across the street. And so you could see like this, it's like you yep. could see what South Congress looked like before it was South Congress, you know, it was like yeah. very old timey feeling. It was very like the point where this hotel and this bar was at, at like at one time, this was the outer edge. Like you were yes. either right before you got into town or the outer edge. Like it was like last stop type yeah. of thing. And so it was like, you know, shotgun like hotel, couple of bars and, you yeah. know, ladies of the night. And we can, you know, we don't have to put two and two together to figure out what was happening Yeah, over there. But yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll go ghost hunting again for my birthday this year. You up for you it? You should. You should. You want to vlog it? Yeah. <laughs> vlog, vlog our ghost hunt. Heck yeah. We can, we can definitely do something. So talking about ghost hunting, I want to play a little game with you. Okay. On this. And it is, it is called book it or book it. So are we going to book it to stay there or night? Are we going to book the hell out of there? Because we ain't staying there. All right. Let's do it. I know. Let's do this. So I'm going to share my screen and I'm going to, I'm going to fingers crossed applesauce that this works. Well, come on, little stream. Here we go. Okay. Let's see. So, well, let me do that. Okay. So we were on one of my favorite Facebook or Instagram pages called Cheap Old Houses. Oh, love it. Love that one. Okay. I know it's a little hard to see, but I found You don't one. have to read it to know the energy, man. And I can already tell you, I don't think I don't know. We are in Indiana, Pennsylvania, everybody. This house is only 72.5. The pink palace of her dreams, she says on it bring this huge 19th century victorian style house back to life so much potential right here in the heart of indiana pennsylvania a nice quiet corner lot easy walking distance to all downtown see cheap old houses for listing and other comments on it all right all right i'm willing to go inside the house because it's pink and it's pretty it's it's sucking me in molly oh. so I'm outside of it thinking what was going on a hundred years ago in Pennsylvania. And I don't, I don't think I would want to be there. <laughs> probably it, this probably is not, but I'm, I'm dying to see who's on the inside because I keep wanting to know who, who, like, I keep feeling like there's a woman who's very tall, who likes to look out of the, it's on the porch all the way to the left-hand side, like looking out that window at people who are here. That's what, okay. Well, a little overgrown. We do need a haircut, but that's okay. We can work with that. We can. I'm being you know, drawn to that, the middle window of that tower. Let's Something's see if they got any inside photos of this house. Um. Okay. Okay. So we're inside folks and we've got a cascading type of staircase here with, with, I dare say pink carpet yeah. and 
and wooden stairs. I something about this says some really bizarre, like chaotic energy. Like I feel like there was a family here and a woman kind of was like the head of the household. Cause I get like this, like everybody had to work around her crazy energy. Yeah. It's a no for me, for sure. I could just, from, from the year of the build, there was nothing good going on <laughs> during probably nothing good, but, but I am digging the horseshoe framed window right at the beginning of the staircase. Now, yeah, I want to see that tower. I know. Okay, it might be. This might be the tower because we're up high because we're in a tree. Okay. This is kind. Of, I mean, we definitely need some new drapes and some new paints because this this just looking a little funky, a little icky for me. But the woodwork is gorgeous. Am I staying here? Uh, not too long after dark. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not by myself because, like, no. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Who did that? This is your tower room. Ooh, Look okay. Look how high we are. Is it stained glass? Pretty stained glass. Where It looks like we're all the way up on the roof. On, on at least the highest level up here. Somebody painted the floor orange my word like almost like in finished attic maybe or i don't know i don't know but here's the a little corner room i wouldn't i just this house needs a lot of work and i mean i'm not just talking about like you know the you know obviously you know painting and all that kind of stuff but this i I don't know why I get a lot of schoolhouse energy from here. So I wonder what's associated with schools or if somebody was a teacher here. Um, this doesn't give me warm and fuzzies. Mm -mm. Oh, okay. Wallpaper. Hi. I don't even know what we're doing in here, but boarded off fireplace. I know boarded off. Ooh. Well, I, I think they did that. So like animals can't get in. Right. I don't know. I am going to go. I will stay in the day. I will hard pass at night. Yeah. Whoever that woman is, she still thinks she owns a house. <laughs> yeah. And I there. mean, I would, you know, I would go there and do an investigation. But am I, you know, am I wanting to stay there overnight and like hang out and all that? Kind of, I don't think so. Like, no. Like it would, it would probably be a little too much for me. All right. So let's see. We're going to do another one I found. Can you see this gem? Let's see. Not yet. Okay. Hold on. Let me see. Close whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Stop sharing. Whoops. Okay. Then we have to re, I think I have to reshare like this. I'm still learning everybody on this. Let's see. Share the screen. Let's see. We're going to go to Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Save this house. Wow. We are, we are in Eastman, Georgia. Good grief. Save this house listed for 250 K. Says one piece of history in downtown Eastman. 
The Wynn Stuckey House, built in 1903 by Mather Wynn and his wife, Nancy Alameda McRae. Holy hell. That's that a name. Is, that is a name right there. All right. It goes on a lot about the listing. I won't. Chamber of Commerce, huh? Yes, exactly. So not right. only did we have people living here, we also had we had businesses. Uh, po political here. business here. Exactly. A great mixture. It yeah, exactly. It, I mm, mm, I don't the know. Outside has wow factor because you know that porch, it's impressive. <laughs> it is an impressive house. It it it's I'm you know, I'm curious enough to take a, a couple more feet forward that I'm like. I really think that somebody used to use this as their quote playhouse. So a quote unquote Southern gentleman might've hosted his, his um, friends, his close friends, shall we say in the evening time here? Real some extracurricular activities. Yes. He wanted some extracurricular activity, you know? Okay. You know, that's interesting the way Brim, that here. grew up on those, uh, on the windows up top. It makes me want to go up there even more. Oh. Well, <laughs> I do like the sliding doors. I yeah. do like those a lot. There's something that. eerie about the central placement of that staircase, too. It's almost like it's out of reach or something. Like, yeah. You can't like I don't I don't want to be taken up those stairs is what I'm getting. Like mm -mm. bad stuff I feel like might have happened up there. I feel like specifically as a woman I don't want to go up there. Yeah. I definitely got that vibe looking at a house like specifically as as a woman I do not want to go upstairs. Um that's not going to work out well for me. Um I definitely, I want to see this it, you, totally, you can see used to be an office. You can yeah. just feel that in there. Some man with really poor taste in color painted that <laughs> for an office oh, oh. on there. Um, we're looking at, I don't even know how to call this a combination between terracotta orange and burnt orange brown color yeah. slathered in between white panels. Yeah. I don't. Oh, oh, that's a. Oh, we got a checkered thing. floor. <laughs> exactly, checkmate with wallpaper. W wonderful. That's a great, a great combo too. Yeah, that's the back staircase. You can tell was used for nefarious activities. I, this, I think it's the tile on the floor. This hallway's confusing. Yeah, well, it's like the tile doesn't match the wallpaper by any means. Like even close. <laughs> Like the tiles giving 1950, you know, checkered black and white tile. And then the wallpaper is giving much older than that. Yeah, much, much older than that. And then the doors and everything else. I feel like, I feel like there is an older gentleman that definitely stays watch over this property. State like doesn't want a whole, okay, Whoa. wallpaper. Those curtains. Yes. Um, wallpaper says it all. It looks like an owl in those patterns looking at you. 
Yeah, I. This feels like wheeling and dealing type of room. So, let's. Yeah. Up, up, up! I skipped one. Oh, okay. scary bathroom! I know. See, more black see, and white. I know more black and white. Trying to confuse people. I dig the sink. I would take the sink and leave. Um, <laughs> the sink is a nice porcelain round topped sink. You don't see those all the time. I would take that, but I would vomit if I had to be in there. Cause it makes me so dizzy. See, that's why I think like that was part of his, like, I'm going to confuse women up here type of thing. Yeah. Especially that last room gave like guys with cigars sitting in chairs, drinking vibes, you know, the curtains, the wallpaper, Mm-mm. And it definitely this, still very much has like a strong masculine energy. Yeah, here protecting it. Yeah, there. This room is yeah. This I don't know. This bathroom gives me like really like I would take the sink and cleanse it and clear it and leave it, but like this bathroom doesn't feel like it. It feels like a lot of people were very confused. Like I'd want to dig further because the feeling that I feel is like. I've either been like roofied or I'd have like way too much to drink and I can't like, I can't figure out where I'm at or I'm very confused about where I'm at. Well, it says too, like it was used for a chamber of commerce and you can tell by the way the inside looks, it wasn't any recent chamber of commerce. So No, it wasn't a recent chamber of commerce, it's, but it was the 1900s all male chamber of commerce in Southern Georgia. <laughs> It probably, you know, Georgia. <laughs> but the comments are the best. Because one person says the ghost of the plantation would just haunt anybody that buys this. Just <laughs> Can we just say how they did leave out pictures of the yard? Just yes, exactly. <laughs> I would... Let's see. I I would definitely love to come into this place to do an investigation for sure. Oh yeah. I would yeah, I would I would absolutely love to help out the next owner, but you know, am am I willing to stay and hang out at this place? No. Mm -mm. No, I'm done. Like, I'm out. <laughs> it's no fun. It doesn't make any sense to me to go no, there. No, that guy, the guy's giving. Mm -mm. No. I would love more time to be there to see what other layers of time are built into there. Because, guys, when you, when you yeah. do investigations that, you know, sometimes you might only get one layer of what's going on there. You know, sometimes there's often multiple stories or multiple things that are going on there. And depending on what your experience in life is as a medium, that's what you're going to pick up on. That's what you're going to tune into. That's what you're going to know. Like, that's how Molly's able to communicate with kids so good because she's worked with kids a lot in, in her life. So, of course, you know, kids that are in the physical body and, and the spirit body are going to come to her a lot easier and a lot more often because they know that. On I there. get kids a lot. I get kids always first when I show up somewhere. It's always kids that I get. Kids, kids and pets. Kids and pets, yeah. Yeah. But I would, I would, I would book it on down there to do the investigation of those houses and I'd book it right the hell on out because I'm yeah. not staying there. For that, sure. 
I'm like, I don't, my allergies would be acting up. I could just see it. <laughs> Southern Georgia's know where you want to be. <laughs> In the middle of the summer on a ghost investigation. No thanks. I know. And it doesn't look like, you know, the weird thing was that I kept realizing, I don't know, depending on where it's at in Georgia, it had radiating heat in all of those rooms. That's what makes me feel like from the the checkered floor, like there must have been some kind of reno around like the 50s or so. There had to have been a lot of stuff. But my question, I guess I'll have to Google where is Eastman, Georgia, because it's like, you know pretty odd to have all those heaters but it does get cold in the south yeah it definitely does but that is how we do another episode you guys of haunted road trip show let us know in the comments what you thought about us sharing our investigations maybe drop into the comments some places you would like to see investigated on the show or you would like for me to talk about or you think molly is totally fucking awesome and wants to come back (laughs) Now, because Molly is kick-ass, she does have a gift for you guys. What is the gift? I left my special education career um, this year from burnout and started my own cosmetic tattooing company. I do brows and lips, um, you know, fine hair stroke, um, eyebrow tattoo. And then my husband also is a tattoo artist. So I was um, wanting to offer any free readings for anybody that would want to book a tattoo with him or I. My Instagram is at mblackford, black like the color, Ford like the car, dot PMU. And that's at Instagram. And then my husband is at tattoos by bus, all one word. We're a little tattoo family, um, but I would love to give anybody a free reading that books with us. Yes. And her links are all down in the show notes. So wherever you're watching this, just check down in the show notes and they will be linked down there. You guys, you guys got to check out Molly and her husband. I mean, where else can you get a psychic mediumship reading and a tattoo? (laughs) Come on. The last tattoo I got, the the tattoo parlor was straight up haunted, but we'll talk. Oh, I remember you telling me about that. Some yeah, weird that stuff. Was, that was some freaking stuff. It <laughs> <laughs> just follows you, Gracie. It just follows you wherever you go. I'm telling you. I'm telling you what. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode here. If you guys have show ideas or something you want to share with me, put it in the comments, give me an email, see what's going on. But in the meantime, you guys stay safe, be gentle to yourself and (sighs) take a breath because you deserve it till next time. Bye y'all. Bye.